0: My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 216, and welcome back to my front porch. Uh, Hope you are doing good wherever you are, whatever time of day it is, where whatever you're doing. Hope you're doing really great. Man, I tell you what. Here's this crazy thing that happens in Phoenix. It's somewhere like the end, middle to end of September, October for sure, but The problem with Phoenix weather is it's so like you don't get a break. It's like 100 degrees at night. Well, like all of a sudden in the last few days, it's all of a sudden gotten down into the, you know, high 80s, which is a big deal or you know, high 80s, high 90s, but that's a big deal here. That means, uh-oh, guess what? <laughs> like a break is coming, so it's like good news. So I'm actually sitting on my front porch. It's still super hot, but I'm like bursting into sweat as I'm like busting out these podcasts. So <laughs> super happy uh, to be out here, super, ba- super happy to be back with you all. As we're kind of learning and, and growing and figuring stuff out together, um, just constantly reminded the purpose of this whole thing, purpose of this podcast, and I and honestly, I hear it from a lot of uh, people who are like hitting me up like, dude thank you so much like this is a place where I just you know I kind of get started or I, I listen to it, I get rolling or I'm going on a walk or I'm going on a run, and kind of gets me going for the day. A reminder like this is great, but it does not it doesn't even pale to comparison of you just kind of sitting down and soaking it in, getting quiet yourself, listening. What is God trying to say to you? He's trying to say so much, you know, but are we creating space? And so hopefully this podcast is something you're using to kind of get that ball rolling, get moving in the right direction, allowing you to kind of get some thoughts going. Like, man, I got to dig into that passage. So hopefully like in the context, the context of all these passages is going to be so helpful. So like, like we're going to be in James 3 today. Read the whole chapter, like just use it. As a way to kind of slow down and read the whole chapter, take it a little bit by a little bit. I'm just going to do a single verse today, but in the context of the whole chapter, it's powerful. In the the context of the whole book, really, really good. Like, I just got done reading this awesome novel. I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically about a dog... Uh, And it's like the dog's the narrator in the book. It's awesome. It's like a really good book. It's about racing and racing in the rain. Something like that. Anyway, but I I just thought like how bizarre it would be to like grab one quote out of one chapter and go, well, that's good enough. No, you, you wouldn't even know the whole story. So a lot of times we end up doing that with the Bible. It's just like pulling out a verse putting it on a coffee mug and going like gold. It's like, no, no, no. Do you understand? Like there was a group of people this was communicated to. There's a real purpose behind it on in, in 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 light of the larger story that it's trying to communicate. So all of that jabber to say, take some time. You know, like we're gonna be in James three. Maybe today. Crack open James three. Just read the whole chapter. Really, really good. It's short. It's not too long. I think it's like 18 verses long. Not too long. Just dig into it. So, and with that, we're going to be going through the next kind of five verses. I'll start in verse thirteen today. We're going to go through the next five verses. I was going to teach uh, or go through. Uh, I like I teach like I I preach at other churches and other different things, and so I get used to. But this is a podcast, Jeff. It's a podcast. Yes, yes. yes. Um, but no, like I'll be uh, doing an episode. I was just going to do an episode on verse eighteen, and then I was like, again, context. I went back. I was like, whoa. I think I need to go back. So, we're going to go through uh, 13 through 18. I think it'll be really helpful. So, today we're going to start in verse 13. Thanks for all of you who listen. Really appreciate it. Uh, Thanks for all of you who give monthly to Patreon. Honestly, awesome. You all are amazing. I really, really mean it. It means so much to me. Thank you so much. I mean, some people are giving like five bucks a month. That's amazing. It's so helpful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Really appreciate it. And, you know, others of you have given in in other ways, and I really appreciate that as well. Thank you. Um, And last but not least, thanks for those of you bought the devotional front porch devotional you can get it on amazon thank you so much love that you do that all right you got you ready to get into this ready to do this i know sometimes i'm like dude we're like four or five minutes into this podcast we haven't even get to the passage so here we are Uh, james chapter uh, three verse 13 again reminding you go back and read the whole thing uh james chapter three verse 13 says this who is wise and understanding among you by his good conduct, let him show his works in the meekness of his wisdom. One more time, who is wise and understanding among you? By his good conduct, let him show his works in meekness, in the meekness of wisdom. Uh, this this whole passage is really stems on what it says in verse number one uh chapter uh chapter three verse one where it's talking about teachers like people who really kind of get up in front of people and so and, and communicate and for me obviously this is pretty powerful because i'm like man and, it, and it's basically giving a warning um about about people who teach and and so that's i think for me I, what i want to say is like don't like this is for all of us but for some of us, it's really, really important. For me, it's really important. But this is really for all of us. And here's what, it, it, where it became really real for me. This passage, and it's why I'm bringing it to you today. This weekend, I told you I had a kind of weird weekend. It was awesome. Had a lot of great, great time. But I, I got to go teach at the first church um, that I had ever was a pastor. I had a, a great time. Awesome time. It's amazing being with these people had an awesome time. I kind of had a freak out moment about an hour before I was supposed to go preach. And and a part of it was, as I went through my notes, I really did feel pretty strongly. This is what I'm supposed to be talking about. But something wasn't right. It just didn't feel right. And it was spinning me out. I was having all these weird identity issues. Like I was feeling like, I mean, I, I, I walk through, usually I teach through my talk about two or three times, and it just wasn't working. And so I started to get a little panicky, which is un, very unusual for me. I started getting a little panicky, like, what's going on? And so I took my notes, I closed my iPad, I just set it next to me on top of my Bible, and I sat on some chairs in the basement of this church. And I was like, Lord, I think, I think this is, I think it's something inside of me is not right. I think I think I'm trying to make something happen. I'm trying to push something forward and I don't want to do that. And so I I started a process of repenting. Really repenting. Asking God like look is if there's any If there is any impure thing inside of me, anything that's any bad motivation, like just I want to bring that before you and I want to say I'm sorry. I want to have a pure and contrite heart because literally I'm going to stand before hundreds of people and communicate your word and the weight of that is a big deal. And what I realized in the content, and so by the way, I like I really did like I closed my notes and I I changed quite a bit as I spoke because I felt like I think I'm trying to make something happen. I think I'm trying to move something forward that maybe I'm not supposed to, but yet it's in my notes. I have to do it, right? And so I I, just—about half of it was in my outline, and the other half wasn't. I just really preached from my heart and preached from a passage, and I went after it. But um, it was just this weird moment, and I I was like, man, I think we come to those moments a lot. And we kind of— Logically, nah, everything's fine. it all work out. And whereas James is going to go, bah, 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 bah. hey, this is really important. Like that voice inside of you, that uncomfortableness, like it's telling you something. It's showing you something. And I thought, wow, I think I need to slow down and pay attention to that. And, you know, James... James is such a great book. I mean, James is the brother of Jesus, which which I just love. Like here's the brother of Jesus and he's helping us work through some things. He's helping helping us think through some things. And I love this book. A part of the reason why I love James's letter, it's one of the earlier letters uh in, in the New Testament, but I love it because it's so honest. And there's a lot of conflict around it. You know, there's a lot of historical writers that talk about it not being authorized and things like that. So you can go do some of that study on your own. I believe it is authorized and it is authoritarian or authoritative. um, and, 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 And I believe it's in the canon, the biblical canon that was approved by our church fathers. And I believe by the spirit of God who said, this is what needs to be done. And this book needs to be in there because it's pointing us, it's pointing us to live like Jesus, to stop talking and really to start doing. Not doing because we deserve anything, but doing it because this is what it looks like to be a follower of Jesus. It's kind of calling us out on stuff, and that's why I like it. It's really honest. So honestly, if you want a good book of the Bible to dig into, James is a great book. If you're kind of going like, man, what does it look like to live as a believer? James is going to be an awesome book to kind of pull some of that up, but he's very direct, very straightforward. He's trying to get to your heart, and he's trying to go like, hey, listen, Let's get after this thing. Let's go after it. Let's stop talking. Let's start doing. Let's start acting and living like Jesus. And I love it comes from Jesus's brother. I think that's so cool. But here's, in the context of this passage, this is what I was working through. For so many, uh, maybe of you listening to this passage and me even describing like this is about teachers and that's really like the wise, like that, that word is really indicative of some of the Pharisees and scribes and rabbis. It's kind of addressing them. Uh, but in the context of this whole passage, it really is about all of us. And so I started trying to figure out, well, like, what does it look like to contextualize this for our generation? Because people go like, well, I don't get up in front of a bunch of people and, and talk like you, Jeff, like you, you do that. And you're right. I do do that. But here's what I did think about what an interesting day we live in where social media ha- is a platform. And what I hear from people all the time is I want to be an influencer. Like I want to be an influencer. And I hear churches talk about this. I, we want to be an influential church. We want to be a church that influences, right? We think it's, we think it's going to be really, we want to get our thing out. We want to get our voice out. We want to get, you know, in. I mean the amount of podcasts that are out there. One, I'm just blown away that any of you listening, because there's so many awesome podcasts out there. But like, people are trying to get their voice out there, right? People are trying to influence, right, on social media. Everyone's got like branding. It's all. It's like everywhere. It seems like everyone's trying to influence somebody somehow through what how we're using and leveraging social media. And this is what James is saying: Beware. Like seriously, be where you need to make sure your character matches your messaging and what I find and, and what I find with so many people that I meet with day in and day out is that's the huge discrepancy it feels like people are saying to me all the time I wouldn't even say that it feels like it people are saying to me all the time it just doesn't match what we say and how we live two different things and so people on the whole, not everybody, are kind of going like, I don't know if the church is who they are. I don't know if that person, they, they go talk like they love Jesus. But then they go live like this and they're posting stuff. Like very interesting what's going on. And I think this the great revealer in COVID and during this last political season is you saw people pull punches. People finally, like they revealed who they really are, what they really thought about things all over social media Platforms. And I was like, uh oh, this is what James is talking about. He's like, hey, listen, make sure your character matches your message. And for a lot of people, and maybe for some of you, that's not the case. You know, because at the end of the day, scripture is going to say character rules the day. Character rules the day. God looks at the heart, heart is what develops character. I taught on Joshua this week. And, uh, man, if there's a character study in the Bible, uh, like a guy, I'm like, dude, I want to be like that guy. Joshua was that guy. Just faithfully followed Moses, faithfully followed the Lord, and he ends his life at 110 years old. And it says, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. And, and, and the English doesn't capture it well. The Hebrew has this really great way it goes through it. And it's basically the way the Hebrew says is, I have chosen to serve the Lord in the past. And I will continue to choose the Lord in the future. And I thought, wow, that is powerful. That is character. And if you watch Joshua's life, you're like, yeah, you, you did that. You lived that life. You did that. You didn't do it perfectly. But your, your character massed, matched the message that you were bringing to the people of Israel. And I wonder, is that true of you? Is that true of me? And this is what James is bringing to us. All these eyes around meekness and what this is. This is real wisdom. This is what it looks like. And when we fail, honestly, what I think we need to do is we really need to repent of our character flaws, right? And, and we need to move forward into this illogical grace, right, that we didn't deserve. And so we need to repent, receive grace, and live the way that James is talking about here. Because when we start founding our lives and our character in Christ, we start living like him. We start serving like him, right? Because again, again, Jesus is the greatest character study of all time. He is God and he washes feet, right? He was born in a barn, right? He has dinner with tax collectors. He heals and touches the lepers, right? Now that is good news. He does what he says and he and he says what he does, right? Like he is true through and through. And he's he's and, G, and James is like looking at his brothers like, "Yo, we need to be like this. We need to be like my brother. Like he did what God called him to do. And he died on the cross and he said he was going to die on the cross. And he rose again. He said he was going to rose on the dead, And he sent his helper do you trust the helper in your life? Do you trust the spirit of God in your life to lead you and guide you to, to back up what you say and how you live? Because where your character, where, because here, here, here's what I was trying to process through the, the character thing. When our life reflect, reflects our Lord, right? We are really living, When our life reflects our Lord, we're really, really living. And so the question is this, where is your character not matching your Christ? Where is your character not matching your Christ? And will we humble ourselves before the Lord because there's a world out there that's watching us, but most importantly, the Lord knows. He knows and he sees us. So let's pray to him right now. Father God, you see us, you know us, you know our hearts. We can't hide anything from you to reveal to us the places where we're faking it and lead us into life everlasting. We receive your grace and mercy in the places where we fail and we move forward into this beautiful good news that you've given to us. So, take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heart. Until next time.